Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. I'm a very happy man today. I'm in San Felipe in the Yucatan of Mexico, and I'm surrounded by good friends, some old ones, some new ones. But we have a job to do today. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to convince you to come to San Felipe. And I'm going to let my friends introduce themselves. Hi, Bill. This is Bill Bryan. I'm, I'm here as a visitor and traveler from Missouri. And uh, it's funny who you run into place. They'll let anybody in down here. It's a great place. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, I am Rafael Marrufo. Um, I am a new host of this zone. Um, we have a, a little hotel. Hi, Bill. Great to be here. My name is Sergio Munoz. I work for Tancab Outfitters. Uh, I'm a host, and I've, I've been very happy to be hosting you people here for the last week or so. Hey, Bill. Howdy, Bill, I should say. I'm from Austin, Texas. I came down uh, hired by the Outfitters to document this trip, and it's been a, an incredible adventure. I grew up in Mexico, and I can't... It's This place has a, has, has a new special place. This spot has a special place in my a heart because I caught my first tarpon a few days ago. So. Exactly. Very exciting. Well, lots of exciting things happened this week. Now, Bill, Brian, and I have been traveling together two weeks. We know each other back uh, from Missouri. We're both out of the parks and recreation field. Uh, Bill actually was our director of state parks uh, for a number of years. Uh, I've worked as park interpreter, naturalist, and that sort of thing, and have been an outdoor rider for over 50 years. I hate to tell my age, but we feel, <laughs> feel like we've put together an incredible team down here in Mexico, and of course, uh, Sergio, I've worked with TANCAP for about a decade now. Yeah. I have to say great things about them. But I have to say, San Felipe here is my favorite place in Mexico to come to go tarpon fishing. And there's a reason for that. Uh, the area is rather remote, but, you know, trying to appeal to American anglers. Uh, you've got any amenity here that you would need while you're fishing. Very comfortable. Yeah. I mean, just a flew few blocks away from the motel we stayed in. The motel was very clean, beautiful, very well done. We brand new facility. Brand new facility. Yes. And uh, we can actually, if we had to, just walk a few blocks to get to the restaurant here That's and right. take extremely good meals. Bill, what's your been your impression so far? Oh, it's a great place. Everybody's friendly from Rafa to everybody we've met has... has made us feel very welcome, feel just like I'm, I'm at home. It's a, it's a great place, sunshine every day of the year, and tarpon jumping all the time. Yeah, Bill, Bill's got the brags for the trip. So <laughs> yeah, hey, he, he really hey, tell, us about, tell us about the tarpon you hooked into yesterday. Uh, yesterday, it, 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 the seas were a little high and it was kind of rough, so we had to fight our way back into the mangroves and Pedro Figueroa is an awesome guide here. He he directed us uh, and pulled us well back into the mangroves to find a little pool where we were hunting tarpon. We ambushed several fish there, and, including one muy grande. 
<laughs> a lot bigger than, than most of the tarpon you, you hook around here, but there's always a chance of hooking a giant. And we did, and jumped him into the mangroves on the right side of the pool, and he, I thought it was all over then, and then he wallowed out and jumped into the mangroves on the left side of the pool. Anyway, he jumped five times. Wow. We kept him on the line for four jumps, but the fifth one was just too much. So, but a great experience. I'll never forget it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. For anglers who want to catch a tarpon on a fly, I've, I've been fortunate to fish several places and, and, and catch tarpon for this trip. But this is a great opportunity. You get more shots here than any place else I've fished. So I, I highly recommend it. And you never know what you're going to catch. I mean, I... I, I uh, achieved some sort of slam. I caught a Jack Cravel, a Barracuda, <laughs> and my first tarpon. So uh, maybe that would be the Schlegel slam. Schlegel slam. Schlegel slam. <laughs> of course, something that appeals, appeals to you is the diving situation. There's cenotes around. You had a little experience yesterday. Yes, sir. There's a cenote about 40 minutes uh, south of here, right off the main highway. I mean, you could throw a rock to the cenote from the from the highway, but you wouldn't even know it was there unless, you know, you, it's 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 there's a sign, and we were the only ones swimming in it. It's uh, a, like an open cave, so the sun uh, the sun shines right into the into the water and through the water all the way down. It, it was a it was a very surreal experience. Um, I'm sure it was. I, I do want to add, um, uh, as far as the, let's say, the healthcare situation, I, I'm embarrassed to say, even though I grew up in Mexico and Latin America, I, I did get Montezuma's revenge the other day, <laughs> and uh, Rafa was very concerned about me uh, the first day we showed up, and we immediately went to the clinic. He took me to the clinic. The doctor looked at me, gave me all kinds of medication, didn't charge me a cent, and the next day I was 90%, and a uh, little bit the little, little bug got you, and, uh -huh. and you, you're better because of that medication. Absolutely. So, I, uh, hats off to to the healthcare system here, and to our host Rafa for uh, for being always being very uh, concerned about our well being and 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 if we're having a good time or not or uh, anything we need. He's 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 there to help hey, us. Sir. Yes, and we we can't express how important that is too because. We're in a strange place. We don't know a lot of people, and the contact people that you have must be prepared oh, yeah. to take care of clients. And he jumped right on it. He came and checked on me two or three times because I, I stayed laid up for about a day and a half, but uh, bouncing back now, it's time to go home. <laughs> but we do deeply appreciate you know, the concern and taking care of us. And that's one of the biggest concerns I hear among Americans about coming down, you know, oh, I hear about people getting sick, you know, don't drink the water, and blah, blah, blah. I said, you know, I, it was the rich food, right? <laughs> it was for me, but if I wouldn't be such a pig, I wouldn't have that problem. You know? <laughs> but I love the food down here, but I, I, do, I do need to practice and learn to pace myself a right. little bit better. I, I need to throw in a three-pound cheeseburger about every third day, you know, and I'd, I'd probably survive a little better. But, hey, we live and learn. But, Rafa, do you do you get a lot of American clients coming? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. it's a pleasure for me. Um, I am new in this. It's my first time. I, I don't have the, the best level of, of my English, but but I, I, I try, and I want, want the best in this. I, I want a, a, a good guy, a good host, and that that is my... My idea. Hey, well, you're a great host. You yeah, are. You, yeah, you are. Uh, uh, keep your father must have trained you well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I got to back up a little bit too. You're a young man. Uh, you were headed to college last year on a basketball scholarship, yes, yes. but COVID kind of 
so so. Yeah, kind of messed that up, didn't it? Yeah, Rafa was telling us that he's um, he's now changed schools, right? Yes. You, yes. Yeah. What are you gonna study now? Uh, in Merida. In Merida. I, but what career? Oh, um, I study. Uh, um, I don't know who say in English uh, turismo. Oh, tourism and Tourism. administration. Yes, yes. Well, you're right in the field, right? Yeah, yes. I, <laughs> yeah. I want to uh, 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 talk in the best form the the English and and the French. It's right. my French my, too. My idea is my. It's, it's, I want to do this because um, I like me try with other and um, types of persons and it's it's cool it's cool because <laughs> you are a, a beautiful person and it's a pleasure for me and we can work with you. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Well, you, hey, you're. I think you've got a bright future ahead of you because. Uh, your English is much better than my Spanish. I can tell you that. If I had had a couple of these guys with me, oh, I'd have made it, but I'd have made it a lot slower. I'd like to point out that uh, Rafa is the son of a famous restaurateur here in San Felipe, uh, affectionately known as Vaselina, because he used to wear like a, a Greece haircut, like John Travolta's on Greece. <laughs> and then when he, he was a young man playing baseball, that's what he, his buddies called him. And, He's been a, an institution here in San Felipe, uh, hosting us here at the restaurant El Popular Vaselina. And we are very appreciative of his, all his uh, help here for us, uh, you know, having great meals here at the restaurant. And also for Rafa to being such a very nice host and, and help making us sure that we are staying at these top-notch brand new facilities and making us uh, really feel at home and comfortable. And he brought us uh, water every day and other amenities that are very nicely appreciated. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's been a very uh, illuminating experience. It's been a great experience. I had been here a long time before, like maybe 20 years ago, just uh, as a day trip when I was traveling to Tissimi, working there. But I had never stayed here. Uh, it's, uh, you're an you're a, um, experienced traveler in San Felipe. <laughs> I had not been here before. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's such ironic, me living here in Merida. But, uh, it's, it's going to be one of my favorite places now on. Oh, it, it, it just grabbed my heart two years ago when I was here because it's got that small village feel and everybody is so friendly. Man, I, I'd walk around in the evenings and try to talk to people, you know. But, well, you know, you understand each other, particularly when you're sitting on the water. I try to talk to the fishermen, you know, and I know they're kind of raising their eyebrows at me, you know, gring, dumb gringo, you know. But... <laughs> Uh, we still had a, a kind of a kindred heart, but the thing that I see coming out of this, you know, we got a tremendous crew of people sitting right here at this table, and this is just five of us, mm -hmm. several more involved in the event, but we've made some hard and fast friendships. And uh, I'm getting old, and I'll probably fade out in a few years. That's how I coax Bill down here. <laughs> I've been looking for somebody, you know, to start training to replace me working with you, you guys down here. And it's hard to find somebody. They, uh, I don't know what the deal was. Maybe I just didn't sell it hard enough. But They're not very smart. That's what I thought, Bill. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> but, but Bill and I talked about 20 seconds, and he was all over it. Oh, you know? yeah. And here he is, and such a talented individual that can help do so many things. And uh, uh, Well, we're looking forward to uh, our work together uh, as we develop other destinations through Tancab Outfitters and, uh, and its parent company. Uh, of course, Jordi Jean, or Jordi Jene, as his Spanish pronunciation, has <laughs> yeah. been very instrumental in, in putting out uh, this trip and all these ideas together. And a big shout out to G uh, Jordi. Absolutely. And um, 
uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and very challenging to uh, pull through all the projects that we do have that you visited last week oh, at Hacienda Tabi. Great project. But we're having a great progress with the local state government of, of the Yucatan. And as you were also a witness to, uh, meeting the, uh, the natural resource uh, secretary for the state of uh, Yucatan. Wonderful. And she's a wonderful woman and a very smart lady, and uh, she's all uh, set up to uh, work with us. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. Well, Sergio, go ahead and tell us about the three major projects you that you guys are working on. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you're to be commended. Right. The uh, uh, the one that I was just talking about is uh, it's a destination we want to establish. It's. It's a natural protected uh, resource area that's owned by the state. It's called San Juan Bautista Tavi, which was an old uh, hacienda. It was a, a sugarcane hacienda and then a cattle hacienda. And then um, it, you know, through the passing of time, it became the property of the, uh, of the state government. And it, it was uh, designed, uh, designated, I, I should say, as a natural uh, historic uh, and... Um, uh, natural resources uh, uh, preserve, and uh, we've entered into talks uh, for the last year with the, the state government, and we want to develop a uh, a tourism destination on nature-based tourism, where we can have uh, people come and learn about the wildlife and also about the uh, all the flora or all the uh, vegetable species that are indigenous to the state and, and to that place, and also to have uh, an understanding of what the Mayan people and the uh, ancient, um, uh, should I say, um, economic powers that be there mm -hmm. had to do and learn uh, to uh, thrive in that in that uh, um, uh, environment. Mm -hmm. So um, it's going to be. We'll have uh, facilities for camping or glamping. There'll be a, a world class restaurant there. We'll have. Renovated pools that were, are there actually, but uh, and and they were used as uh, actually water holes for the cattle that lived there, but now they're you know restored into swimming pools and we'll have a, a wellness area, and um, and we'll have some pop up uh, events developed there, in the different facilities. So that's San Juan Bautista Tavi, and we call the the whole concept. It's called Sinatura, which is a, a nature interpretive center, and uh, it's a. It's a, it's a work in progress. It's going to be very challenging. There's also a, uh, um, the same concept, but we want to develop it close to the coast uh, off by um, Telchac Pueblo, which is uh, just, uh, just to the east of Progresos, uh, which is one of the main ports in the Yucatan. And we'll ha also have there a, um, to develop a fish farm to have um, uh, out on the mangroves marshlands, mangroves. I, I, I guess they're mangroves, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so yeah, there's a big project there also to have, uh, to have uh, people come and learn about the wildlife there and how life is sustained in the mangroves. And uh, we also have uh, other types of uh, facilities and amenities there. Um, and of course, that area is very um, well known for the uh, creator of Chicxulub, yeah, which was fascinating. Uh, it, it was created by that uh, the meteor impact, uh, which is thought to have uh, had the reason for the dinosaurs disappearing uh, way back when. But then uh, that 
that whole area is very, uh, so we'll have a, a, a museum that will tell that story of the, uh, of the extinction of the dinosaurs and the meteor site and whatever. So, and, um, and then the third is, um, I forget. <laughs> I thought you covered all three of them. I can't remember either, but the point is they're all grandiose projects right and need to need to be done for the people for the future and you guys of course want to leave a conservation legacy and you're well on your way but we bill and i have a plan too as soon as we get home we're going to get busy and we're going to arrange a trip for you guys to come to the united states and bill explain where we're going to take them well, we want to share a little bit. There's some great similarities with the cenotes here from the, the meteor impact crater uh, and the freshwater springs we have in the Ozarks. It's a very interesting uh, relationship that are very similar locations a long way apart. So there's some great natural resources to see. We want to introduce Jordy and, and Sergio and the team to some friends uh, back in Missouri and, and hopefully get a chance to visit the Wolf School, which is... Uh, a, a big part of this is community learning and, and education for kids about the outdoors and, and nobody does it better than the Wolf School at Bass Pro Shops in Springfield, Missouri. And the Wolf School is a, is a, uh, a school that takes fifth graders, any fifth grader in the, in the Springfield Green County School District is eligible and they go there for the whole year and the whole curriculum, the math, science, history, everything is nature based. And it's a very impressive project and I think it's a model for what Jordy is, is, is interested in and what he sees as part of his vision, I think, going forward. So we're excited to host. Uh, everybody's been gracious, uh, from Rafa all the way up to, to Jordy. The hospitality is unbelievable. The professionalism of the, of the staff at uh, every facility, the designs for the project, I was totally floored. This is a very ambitious project that's going to make a huge difference for the community. And, and as you said, Bill, a real conservation legacy uh, for everyone involved. But it's, uh, I, I'm just really impressed. I've been involved in oh, some big projects. Oh, me too. I'm really impressed. Me too. Uh, the, the, the other project that I was overlooking was, uh, it's called Uvisea, which means uh, the unit for, uh, for learning, for the wildlife learning. And we want to reintroduce uh, uh, what we call insignia species. Uh, for example, the tapir, uh, the taper, I guess it's called in yes, English. Yes, okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a it's an indigenous wildlife uh, that has uh, not been seen in that area, and want to breed it and then have uh, enough uh, offspring to reintroduce it into the all the uh, woodlands that we're conserving. We, this is one of the main projects that we want to do is it's conserve. Uh, the woodlands or the tropical forest there surrounding that uh, area, Tabi, and then uh, to be able to uh, have uh, a localized um, uh, reproductive uh, program for uh, tapers and then to be able to reintroduce this uh, insignia species. Of course, uh, uh, one of our best uh, insignia species uh, for the Yucatan is the oscillated turkey, which is also a... Uh, we love them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, they're magnificent birds, uh, both to behold and then to conquer as a, as a hunting trophy. And this is, uh, uh, we wouldn't have any turkeys if we didn't have the, the tropical forest. So 
this is very important also as a uh, as hunters we're conserver uh, conservationists mm -hmm. and this is our one of our main goals also to to keep uh, working both with the landowners uh, the ejidos the communities to make sure that they understand the value of this tropical forest and uh, what it represents uh, not just for you know local peoples but for worldwide because you know um, all this is uh, part of the, uh, it's a global ecosystem, and this is uh, what we want to achieve to have long-term impact on conservation of the tropical forest in the, in the Yucatan. Very well. Well, I can tell you, Bill and I are both very honored to be a small part of this and be, be invited to participate. Uh, Sergio, it's my understanding that at some point there will be a foundation form that anyone could donate to for the project, yes, yes. Uh, and when that happens, we certainly want you to notify us because we'd like to. There's lots of people in the United States that love the Yucatan as well. But one thing, Bill and I had dibs on the first two memberships <laughs> for the United States. Sign us up. Sign yes, us sir. Up. Yes, sir. Sure. Well, what a great time, boy! And I tell you, we could sit here and talk all day long, you know, but. Uh, Listeners only hang with me for so long and they go to sleep, you know. But Sergio, I would like for you to have the honor to close out the program and invite people to come to the Yucatan. Bueno, pues, eh, muchísimas gracias, Bill. También, señor Bill, uh, uh, les agradecemos mucho que hayan venido con nosotros. Queremos invitarlos a que visiten eh, las instalaciones aquí en San Felipe, eh, el hotel que maneja Rafael, su padre con el hotel. Eh, el popular vaselina y eh, también eh, no hemos mencionado a nuestro gran guía Pedro eh, fue un gran eh, trabajo que nos hizo hacer de guía durante estos últimos tres días y estamos muy agradecidos también con él él es el mejor guía para la pesca del sábado aquí en San Felipe y ahora en inglés Bill Bill Cooper Bill Bryan, thank you so much, Eric. You're, you know, mi hermano. And uh, we're very, very fortunate to be here, or I'm very fortunate to be here in your company, and I, I appreciate it very much. Uh, it's been a great week, two weeks of hard work uh, in the sun and having fun also. But uh, also very, very grateful for you uh, to, you know, all take part of this. And to Rafa and to Pedro, our guide for uh, tarpon fishing, uh, it's been great. Uh, thank you also for Vaselina, his, his hospitality, all the food he's given us. Very, very, very grateful. So visit San Felipe. It's been a great experience. And I tell you, Bill, Brian and I have been living the dream. We hope you'll do the same. I'm Bill Cooper. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA. Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. 
Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm, we live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.